Hey, how's it going? Tommy Taylor here. And I'm Desnica, and welcome to the Marriage 2.0 podcast. went through just about everything bad someone can go through in marriage quadruple times over and came out more in love than ever and using our story to inspire and give hope to the world. Since we've come out of our version of hell on earth, we have built a global marriage coaching business mentoring hundreds of couples and individuals all around the world. We've helped them fix issues like affair recovery, communication, intimacy issues, addictions, and all forms of abuse when no one else could. We've gone through all of these things plus so much more, so we get it. We tried everything out there from counseling, therapy, intensives, webinars, hundreds of books, and even tactics like Slow to Speak, Quick to Listen. And the truth is, all of those things were just band-aids that left us on an emotional roller coaster from hell. We truly believe that when you couple a heart for God and a strong desire for massive action, anything is possible. But honestly, most of us are never given the right knowledge. The Marriage 2.0 podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, sports, health, entertainment, and finance in order to help you live the purpose-filled life God designed for you so that you can live an inspiring life filled with more freedom, love, and impact. So get ready to learn the stuff that no one ever taught you about marriage. Your old marriage is dead and marriage 2.0 starts now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of the podcast. So today we're going to be talking about a statement that a lot of we've heard a lot of people say, and it's honestly... The one it is, is which version of me you get depends on how you treat me. It's posted all the time as memes on Facebook, it's on, on Instagram, it's just posted a lot as well. So not only do people say it, but they also post it all the time and they're like, yes, that's right, like exactly. And it's like, so when it's posted, then it's actually validated by a bunch of other people as well. And quite frankly, it's annoying. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, you deserve better. You deserve this. You're such a great person, blah, 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 right? Like, and it's it's all it's all people feeding into like the victim, like, and it's a lot of people that do post this are just honestly trying to get one thing, validation. That's it. Validation for the way that they feel because they feel a lot of on a basic level unheard and misunderstood. Mm-hmm. But why are we talking about this? Well, we're talking about this because, frankly, honestly, it's, it's to be blunt with you, it's annoying. Uh, it's an annoying way of thinking. And, you know, if, if you and don't get don't get me wrong, like we're the ones that like said these things. We did. Yeah, these we things. did this too. Yeah. So we, we we're not here to condemn you. We're not here to put you down. But it is it is a very annoying and just toxic way of thinking, to be honest. And, and here's the thing. Like if you think that like, oh, I'm off, I'm out of here. Right. Well, OK, well, then. You have a fixed mindset, which is more toxic than anything else on this planet there ever will be or ever will exist. Fixed, fixed mindset is the number one toxic trait of all time that ever will exist. That being said, though, if you have a growth mindset, and I challenge you to grow and learn here and take away some positive things from this. Yeah, and that's our heart behind this is really just to challenge you in your own way of thinking and reflecting like on how do you show up? Do you act differently, you know, depending on how someone treats you? You know, is it like you get you have different versions of you that you put off, like just depending on like your other environments, you know, this is a a great self-reflection and just taking that time to self-reflect and be like, Hey, like, does this apply to me? And, you know, understanding how it impacts your life and just 
where the, these, this thought comes from and like the problems with it and all the aspects that play into this is really big. So that's our challenge for you is to truly have that self-reflection to grow out of this. You know, obviously like we just said that we used to think this way too, and it's incredibly draining. It's exhausting. And it, there, there's just so many different aspects with that, but you know, we want to challenge you to come out of that. Like we have as well. And, you know, just have that, be able to have that self-control and that peace. Absolutely. By the way, Cool little update. If you hear the echo in the room, it's because we're at our new house in Tennessee. And we live we lived in Tennessee for a year now, but we moved and bought our own house here in the mountains. And we don't have the room soundproof just yet for our studio. That being said though, we moved in last Friday, or we, we closed last Friday, moved yeah. in last Saturday. Uh that being said though, uh we're super excited about this yeah. place. Like it's, excited to plant our roots yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. So stay tuned. The sound quality will get better, obviously, here very, very soon. But that being said, though, it's awesome. We have mountains in the back view of us. Like I'm looking right out the window right now. We have mountains and mountains. Just it's awesome. In the front yard, we have mountains, and it's just sun, beautiful sunsets. Not to brag, but kind of. <laughs> <laughs> And this is an aspect of like, we're, we're just truly blessed in this aspect of like God has planted our roots and following just his path for us. And that we are excited that this is where we will be and stay. Yeah. I know for, I'm just glad to be out of transition. So we went yes. from Houston, Texas to Austin and then moved from there. It was all like, we lived at each place for about a year at a time or so, um, except for Houston. That was where we were from, but we moved. We're just glad to be rooted right now. So that's awesome. That being said, though, let's move on to topics that are important here, which is number one, we're going to be talking about why people think this way in terms of this topic. Like we're going to be talking about mm -hmm. why this is a faulty way of thinking and the side effects of it. And also we're going to be talking about a better way of thinking that leads to a much, much better life and a better outcome for sure. Yes. So why do people think this way? Well, it's honestly simple. It's based on their lens. What has happened in their life up until this point? it's social programming it's the way maybe past traumas it's different things up until this point the way they've interacted with people the way people have interacted with them people have broken their trust maybe not like there's all these different things now i'm not saying that you can blame everything else in your life on this at all no this is no it's not what, please do not take that away from this that's a victim mindset that's not what we're talking about here there are things that happen to you that are out of your control like if you're raped or something like that but you're so responsible for overcoming that that being said, though, these things are, these things are, they're shaped by this way of thinking is shaped by, you know, life in general. It's yes. shaped by, and it's coming from a place of broken trust, often, and betrayal. And it also comes honestly from a place of like resentment. There's a, there's a lot of resentment that comes here and walls. Uh, you know, this is a description of like people who have walls that have been built up to keep people out mm -hmm. just because of that past hurt and that pain. And now there's, there's walls up to keep people out. And so it's like, Oh, like I have to put on this defense, you know? And so most likely like that person who is saying, you know, which version of me you get depends on how you treat me is really just because they faced a lot of hurt and pain with people walking all over them in the past. And they're at that point of exhaustion and just like they're over it, but they don't know how else to handle it. And so they're just in that like rebellion stage. Yeah. And it's like, however, you got to understand like here, this comes from a place. The reason why this happened, the reason why the people walked all over them was and the reason why they're experiencing this. And reacting like this, because it is a reaction when you post stuff like this and say stuff like this and act like this. Uh, it, it's, it's from a lack of boundaries and a lack of standards and a lack of priorities. And when I, when, I, when, I, when I mean priorities, I mean it's God first, then you in a self-care way, then your spouse, then your kids, 
then your work, business, purpose, and extended family and friends. If you don't put it in that order, you will end up with a very empty, resentful, filled cup eventually because it doesn't just stay empty. It fills up the resentment. But mm-hmm. it's a lack of priorities, standards, values, identity as well too. There's a lot of things that go into play here, but this person has likely gotten honestly walked all over by a lot of people and ha- was was or does identify... Probably is. <laughs> identify as a people pleaser. Yeah. And they're left feeling used. Yeah, that's it, there probably are like that's the probably in a way that they do identify is like oh you know I'm a people pleaser and you know so feeling used like that that's that's a lot of the times what comes out and most mm-hmm. likely they've lost their identity in this process and it built up you know so much like overwhelming like resentment anger and frustration that it's coming out of like well like you know what you do determines like how I'm gonna show up <laughs> no, you know they're just tired of being treated a certain way feeling yep. unheard misunderstood all those things but like. Here's the thing, though. They have likely lost their identity in the process. And, and in this process, they have developed beliefs like, I don't matter. I'm not good enough. I can't trust anyone. Mm, oh, yeah. Right? And they also probably say statements along the lines of like, well, I'm just going to do me. And, you know, it's time to put me first now. You know, I just need to, I just need time and space for me. Like, it's time that I take care of me and I just need to find myself again. Right. Like, uh, these statements... Honestly, and I get the heart behind them, but like they just honestly are funny. The reason why is because I'm just going to, so like, here's the thing, like, I'm just going to focus on me and do me is great. That's a great mentality. If it's in a healthy way, a lot of times I'm just going to do me involves either one, you got one side of the fence where they're going out with girlfriends all the time and doing clubbing and like all this stuff and then ends up in like affairs and other things like that. But then you have like other side of things where people just like, I'm working on me. This is the AKA unquote, quote, healthy version, right? Like this is the, this is what they, then you ask them what they're doing to work on themselves. And it's like not, and then you find out it's like not really anything. Like it's like reading their Bible, going to church. Like they're not really doing much of anything like to really put in the solid work to work on themselves. So at the end of the day, they don't even really change. Yeah. And honestly, there's a lot here that, you know, they end up seeking identity and validation through unhealthy and sinful outlets that happens so often. And whether it be, you know, you do have like the, the more extreme, like the affairs and those types of things, but it's also, you know, drinking and like gambling and just like staying out all night and going out to like late hours or not coming home and, you know, just like taking this time and just, well, I got to go hang out with my friends and, you know, or even messaging. Like, I know that was something that like I had, like, that was one of my, my things that I had did was like, I just had messages with people just to have that unhealthy validation, just all those inappropriate conversations, just to be able to have like validation, you know, and that's what a lot of people do. Yeah. Also, like just to touch on that one last note I said previously, like that people say I need to, I need space basically to, to find myself. <laughs> I, we, had a, we had a group call last night, honestly, a group client call. Uh, we have a Thursday night, Tuesday nights, and eventually a third one. But we had a, we had a group call last night and we talked about identity. And one of the things that I brought up was like, look, I can tell you how to find yourself. And I put a timer on and I did it in 18 seconds. 18 seconds and people think they have to go out on this long sabbatical and like no you just don't know how mm-hmm. like it, it can be very hard in long term if you don't know how but i can tell you how to do it in like 18 seconds maybe 15 if i really had it dialed in like it's just funny because people like think they have to no, like that's you have no idea 
and so obviously like that's like an incredibly like unhealthy like a type of those those are all unhealthy types of thinking and that but that's where people are coming from when they say you know like which version of me you get depends on how you treat me and so you know why is this faulty thinking though you know and we're going to address that like so why is this faulty thinking yeah well the, this is faulty thinking simply because it's and this is key if you want to write this down it's giving away your power all your power all of it 100% of it you're As, like well no i'm i'm taking back me ironically you're not it's actually saying here, um, whoever you are and everyone, here's a remote to my life. Please dictate how I'm going to show up. Please dictate how I'm going to behave today. Please dictate my mood and, and program me. Like, which channel are you going to turn on today for me? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, based on, based on, I'm just going to give you the remote and based on how you feel today is how I'm going to show up. It's like, right? um... <laughs> Like that just sounds exhausting. Can you just imagine like another remote to like someone and they're like, well, I'm tired of this over and like just changing the channel, like happy, sad, mad, angry, like all this, like flipping through all these different things. And that's why people like seem like so overwhelmed and stressed out and chaotic because they're literally handing the remote to different people throughout the day of like all these different feelings, just like based on like swinging of emotions of all these other people. And it's, it's exhausting. There is no stability there. There's no power. And you literally are allowing everyone else to dictate your life. Yeah. Ironically, like the person in this situation is wanting more control over their life and freedom, but they're giving it away Mm -hmm. all the time. Right. And it's, it's honestly, here's the thing. It's a very weak way of thinking. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it's very immature. It's, it's very, very emotionally unintelligent yes when it comes to these types of things and you can like what we say or not i don't freaking care that's exactly what it is it's very unemotionally intelligent it's it's not it's emotionally immature and it's just a weak way of thinking like you may you may think that you're in control you may think that you're in control but if you really are letting someone change and be and be in control of your emotions change your emotions and be in control of them and mental state then you are living in a false false very big false reality that's not real not at all and you know we say these things because we do want to be blunt we want to be blunt and direct and let you know like of the of what what this is and it's because like you weren't taught like right we're not taught and that's a lot of the social programming even continues to you know like oh yeah of course and that's why you get all the validation from the social programming when you go along with that type of thinking and it's not you know and so it's, it's one of those, like, you don't have any kind of power or any kind of control over your life at all when you're acting like this. Yeah. You're, so here's the thing. Also, this is another point. You're basically telling them that they're in control of your values and your principles. They get to dictate those, not you. And with how our society is right now, um, most certainly I'm not going to let just anyone and everyone dictate my values and principles, you know, like anyone, no. anyone at all, zero, no Ever. one gets to dictate that. And that's, and this is an aspect like, you know, like, no, like you need to be in charge of your values and principles and, you know, you need to dictate like how you react and you respond. And, you know, honestly, more importantly, when you're in the position of making this statement to others, you are telling yourself that you don't matter. Like you are literally telling yourself that you don't matter. And that's something like a lot of people are like, oh, everyone else, like, you know, everyone else says I don't matter and I'm tired of it. Like, I just want to matter. You know, I want to make a difference and I just want to be loved and all of these other things. But when you are giving away the power like this, you are the one who's telling yourself that you don't matter. No, basically what she's saying is like this person from an outside perspective seems to be trying to their hardest 
from the world, I guess, like most people would think that they're trying hard to implement boundaries, right? To standards, you know, certain standards in their life. But in reality, they're just instilling a deeper rooted belief of, I don't matter. Mm-hmm. I don't matter. And a lot of, honestly, here's the thing. Like, it's funny because a lot of times, like people don't even begin to know how to implement boundaries or standards. Like you cannot implement boundaries or standards unless you are a true healthy individual. Like you cannot, there's, there's so much to it. You can't just be like, this is a boundary. It won't stick. <laughs> it doesn't. And it's all reactive and it's like, and it's all chaotic. And so like all over the place and it's not going to actually be received. So, um, not at all like that. So, you know, that's what, that's why it's such a faulty way of thinking though, because you literally are the one who's giving away all your power. You're giving away, you know, you're letting other people dictate your values and beliefs. And you're also making your own, like you're building your own walls of those beliefs that hinder you in all aspects of life. So you're causing so much damage and hindering yourself in every area of life with this type of thinking. Yeah. I want to really talk about like some ways that we've seen this come up recently. Like I know you've had people message you and stuff like that with like, you know, like they, they're like question mark, question mark, question mark. Yes. Like, <laughs> like it's like, it's like, what the heck? <laughs> so it's so funny. And like this, so honestly, you know, other, how people act is not a reflection of, of you. Like it's a reflection of them. Right. So I get like, I message people, like obviously people are messaging us different questions, like, you know, because of what we do. And, you know, I had a gentleman recently and it was funny, like he freaked out on me because he messaged me on a Friday and it happened to be, you know, the Friday we were moving. So I was not sitting around doing nothing on Facebook. Like we don't do that anyways, regardless of what we're doing. We don't just sit around all day, just on Facebook. Like, Hey, like, no, like we actually, like, there's a lot of things that we do. We run a business with a lot of clients and it's a worldwide business. We don't just sit around doing nothing. (laughs) And so within this aspect, like I didn't respond fast enough to him. And so then I start getting question marks and then um, it's like, well, I guess like I'll seek help elsewhere. And well, I'm not, I guess I don't matter. And like all of like starting like to start attacking me. And it's just like, so first off, um, I'm sorry I didn't respond fast enough, but you know, if this is how your communication is with me and like the expectations, then I can clearly see how this, how you show up with other people as well, you know, and it is an indicator. So if, you know, how you treat someone who you want help from and advice is a great reflection of how you treat someone in your home, like your spouse, because if you're seeking help and that's how you're going to treat someone you seek help from, then that's a great reflection of, you know, how you treat your spouse who you are feeling safe with. Like you don't have your walls, like you have walls up, but you feel like, you know, you're in that place of like, this is my spouse. Like, and you know, how I can only imagine how that conversation goes with his wife of you didn't answer me fast enough. Why didn't you answer me? What are you doing? Like, what yeah, don't, don't I matter? Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause it's, it's probably 10 times worse just because oh, yeah. like, just because like his lens of you isn't going to be nowhere near it's fresh. It's not, even though he was rude, it's fresh. It's a fresh lens. Like it's not going to be nowhere near as bad as the way he treats his spouse. So like, that's going to be a completely bad lens. And and it's just, it's just a reflection of him. Honestly, it's not a reflection of us. It's a reflection of an unhealthy individual. And honestly, I really do feel bad for him. Um, because in reality, I know we're the best in the world at what we do and God's ordained that. And there's not a lot out there that really truly helps people. I really, I've seen everything. 
We have both. And so, like, he's going to go to a second-rate option. And I really hate to see that, but, like, it's just... He's not a, it's, it's just not a good fit because you can't treat people like that. No. And, and you know, and it's clearly so it, and it's a reflection of just that. Right. Like so how he treats me is a reflection. It's a reflection of him on on his self-respect, on his like on how he treats others, on his on his boundaries, on like if you walk all over someone or you expect them not to have boundaries and you get mad if they do that's a great indicator that you don't have boundaries and don't know how to respect them either. And also shows like, you know, the mindset, there's a lot of victim mindset in these things. And it's, it's not, it's, it's one of these things that it's, it breaks my heart because it's like, man, like if you only knew, and yes, it is an indicator. Um, you know, it is an indicator of how he treats others. And that's, that's the thing is like how you treat people is an indicator of it's a self-reflection of you and that's the biggest aspect like you know how i show up is a reflection of me but how you show up is a reflection of you now now let's be clear we don't mean a reflection is in a label i'm not trying to label people but people like like conclude that with like oh there must be a narcissist no um that's not what we're saying here what we're saying though is like because you don't want to label people the only person the only the only thing allowed to label anyone is your creator. That's it. Yes. The only one of he, the only one allowed to label me is my creator. That's it. The only the person that created me is allowed to label me. Um, but like when it comes down to this, though, like what we're talking about is more of they're an unhealthy individual. Yeah, like it's very clear. So um, a much better way of thinking here in that aspect is you know taking that control and like okay, so how people how. Instead of like, hey, you know, which version of me you get depends on how you act. Stop, like, stop doing that and start taking 100% responsibility for your life so you can, so you can have that distinguishing factor of like, no, like, I personally, for I'm going to speak for myself, I know that how other people treat me is a reflection on him, on them. So like coming back to like that gentleman who like got really mad at me because I didn't respond fast enough, you know, in that matter. So that was a reflection on him. That wasn't a reflection, a reflection on me. That, that was a true reflection on him, like his mindset, what was going on within him. And so I have that because I'm, I'm a healthy individual. I don't have to like I didn't freak out on him. I wasn't like rude in the past. A different version of me would have came out because in, like, I was an unhealthy individual at one point, you know, but that's not now. Like it comes from like, man, that really sucks. And I want to help you, but I just, I can't help you if you don't want help. Yeah, I mean, we could go into stories about this all day, but I won't do that to you. That being said though, a better way of thinking though, again, is like she, she touched on it, but taking a hundred percent responsibility for your life. I you know, make the decision. I am going to take a hundred percent responsibility for my life. I am 100% responsible for everything I create or allow in my life. A hundred percent responsible for everything I create or allow in my life. Yes. And so, so big, you know, also add in, like I'm a person that sets boundaries and standards, but also understands that how others treats me is a reflection of them and only them. Like, I don't have to continue to like give everyone the remote to my life. Like I can choose how I'm going to show up. Like I will choose to act in alignment with my values and principles and not feelings. Exactly. And, and so I, I, another aspect I want to hit on here. Someone asked me today on the phone, they asked me if I would tell them what to do, like whether they should stand in their marriage or leave their marriage. (laughs) And I like, 
I'm like, no, I cannot tell you that. Like one, like God wants, God wants marriage restoration. You know, obviously if there's been infidelity there, there is that out still. God wants you ultimately God wants marriage restoration, but at the end of the day, no person should ever tell you what to do on that aspect. You got to learn to make decisions on your own. And in my opinion, getting divorced and you're going to be hated for this, but getting divorced does not align. If you're Christian does not align with your principles and values. It just doesn't. Now let's say someone's going to come up and say, you know, Oh, well, so staying in a, they're going to be sarcastically passive aggressive here. So staying in like a toxic relationship and living in hell is okay. No, it's not what we're saying. Oh, so that's another statement. Oh, so being in a physically abusive relationship where they cut and stab you and like hit you and punch you is okay. No, 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 we're not saying that, not but we're not saying it needs to end the marriage. Things like that can be fixed. We had a lot of that in our relationship. Like, like it wasn't, it, 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 we're happy. We just celebrated, obviously like, uh, yesterday was our, our 16th. 16th, 16th wedding anniversary and 19 years together. And we used to hate each other. We're more in love now than we've ever been. It's continuing to grow and people can see it on Facebook. It's clear with the way that we act and react to people and different things like that. Like, it's very clear. But like, the thing is like, no, we're not for unhealthy relationships. Clearly. Why would we be doing this if we were like, but you know, does it mean you should stay in that? Doesn't mean you should stay in that reality. Like you can change your reality. Yeah, there's you a lot. You can choose to change things. And it only takes one healthy individual to save a marriage. Yes. And I have not been on the, I have not spoken to, you know, any individual that was standing that was like a true healthy individual. So these things come out, like you can tell. Out you of know, thousands. You can tell out of people like having a conversation within five minutes you can dictate like you can understand people's like mindsets where they are what's going on like their deep-rooted beliefs of like what's driving them you can learn so much from people within like just about five minutes if you know how that's a big thing and you know i there's not been an individual that i've got on the phone with you know before they were a client of ours that was standing and a true healthy individual. You can tell they're, they're just like emotional. They, they don't have that mental stability. They're like all over the place. Their emotional intelligence isn't there. And it's not because like they're a bad person or because they're stupid. It's because they just have not been taught. Yeah, like God, that's the society we live in. God does not create crap, but you are responsible for becoming a healthy individual and renewing your mind. People just think like renewing my mind or think about Jesus all the time. Sure. Can he do that and snap his fingers? Absolutely. Will he? No, because he operates in faith-based principles. Like you have to take actions and renewing your mind means a lot of different things, but that's one of them. Yes. And you know, so you have to start to make that decision of, I, you know, I will live by principles over feelings and I'll take care of my feelings. Like, you know, and we do. So we take care of our feelings and all feelings are fine feelings. There's not a bad feeling, but it's, you know, are you letting your feelings dictate your life? Like, are you like, well, I didn't feel like going to work today. So I called out, like I took another sick day today. Okay. So that's obviously like not healthy, like having, you know, breakdowns and not being like in a mentally like stable place and not being able to focus. Like those things are not healthy. And so you, that's up to you to get in a healthy place before you can even work on like the marriage aspect. Like you yourself have to be a healthy individual. 
Yeah, they can't. And to be very clear, we work on both at the same time. Yes, we work on both at the same time. So no, you don't need some long sabbatical. No, you know, <laughs> I love it. So I just, um, I posted this today just because, you know, I love when our, our clients tell us this, like such massive transformation in just two weeks, just two weeks. And she's like, and I've been in therapy for over three years. And I'm like, yes, you know, in that aspect. So, you know, it's not some long sabbatical. No, you don't need all this time to find yourself, you know, and all, no, like it's 18 seconds. I can teach just you how to do it. <laughs> doing the right things, you know, and having that action steps. And it, so it's just a choice you have to make, but essentially we really want you just to adapt that better way of thinking as like, no, like I'm going to, I'm going to show up regardless of what others do and taking that control back over your life. Yeah. So really with our, with our content stuff that we produce on the podcast and really all content across all platforms, one of our main goals is to always, you know, challenge your mindset yes, and your way of thinking uh, mainly to, to honestly, you want to ask yourself, do I need to change do you need change to improve your life? Yes. <laughs> right? Do you, do you need to change the way you're thinking? And do you need change to improve your life? Yes. You're not a tree. You can move. You can grow. You can do things in a different way. And when it comes down to, like, honestly, you know, becoming a, a better version of you, it's not going to just happen. Time doesn't do that. No, time does no, not. Time that, alone does not do that for sure. No. you. If you want more, you have to become more. It's about that simple. The person you are now is not going to be the person you are when you when you save your marriage or when you become the man or woman that you need to be, that God designed you to be. It's not going to happen. That being said, though, we just wanted to challenge you with that. And as always, we love you, God loves you, and we will see you on the next episode. Have a blessed day. Now, that's all we have for today's show. And remember, prayer without action is just dead faith. So make sure to implement everything you learned here today from today's show. By the way, hope you enjoyed this episode on the Marriage 2.0 podcast. And if you did, please make sure you share this episode on your social media and tag at Tommy and Desnica. And if you did enjoy it, make sure to subscribe to the Marriage 2.0 podcast and give us a five-star rating. However, listen, most importantly, so many people are at the end of their ropes, crying themselves to sleep every night. And we can only spread our message and story so far here. So we need you to make sure that you really share the knowledge with others that really need it so that we can impact them. Yes. And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So make sure to join our free Facebook group, Christian Marriage Coaching for support, daily content, and free trainings to help you go from roommates to teammates. Have an amazing day and God bless.